0: Challenging, thought provoking, insightful. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Through counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. With today's edition of God in Country, here is host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America. Dr. Sean Michael Greener.
1: Welcome, folks. It's so good to have you joining us today. Today has been a crazy day. We have, uh, if you saw my Facebook Live, it's been so crazy. I was upside down. So uh, to tell you the truth, it, it has really been crazy. We had a lot of last-minute stuff happen that uh, that is just, you know, you just have to, you have to roll with it and you have to just thank God that you have this to do, you know, this thing and, and just roll with it. And uh, I thank God for my, my past so that I have, uh, by the way, chat is open. Welcome to our guest, guest 605 and uh, guest 609. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And uh, I'm just so blessed to know the people that I know and and have the experiences that I have because to tell you the truth, uh, it it is a wild life sometimes and I like to live it at full speed. So uh, even disabled, I think uh, a lot of times we forget it, what we can do, focus on what we can do, you know, not only can't do. And so that's what I choose to do. And I'm, I'm thankful to so many people that, that helped me achieve that. So we're just, uh, we're real pumped. So here's what happened. Billy Halliwell wrote the book Faultline and Faultline is a tremendous, tremendous book. And he uh, he is an excellent excellent writer. Well, as you may know, best-selling authors written over nine thousand articles for major publications. Uh, was on the Blaze? He was on? He's been on everything. You know, you name it, he's been there. For a 31 year old guy, he's gotten a lot done. Uh, family guy and everything. Uh, but he just released this book, and it's taken off deservedly. So I've read it. All 179 pages are awesome. So it's a fast read. It's a good read. It's called Fault Line and so he's going to have to be on next week because of world events and local events uh there were some changes and that had to happen so but i'm super excited for today's show so next week at 5 15. next week we're also going to have on uh william federer so it's going to be it's going to be a, a really really killer show next week but this week it's crazy how things happen you know it just falls together god always works it out and uh you know i always learn a little something so Two things right off the top of the bat, I want you to remember www.thelogox.com. Go there if you're a a, a woodcutter, you you have a wood stove of any sort, you say, well, it's coming in the spring, we don't need to do that. Uh, No, now's the time you need to do that. You cut wood in the spring, summer, and fall so that you can be warm in the winter. So www.thelogox.com. And uh, put the Ninja Pasture, if you check out with a a three-in-one tool, which is amazing. It's just ridiculous. We're gonna have some videos on the page or having videos done right now. Uh, you'll be, if you're a person who cuts any amount of wood at all, you're be like, I need this and I need it right now. It's all American made by veterans, a veteran owned company. It's, it's just killer. I don't even know what to tell you. So the put in the Ninja pasture and the checkout page three in one tool. You're gonna to get $25 off. Ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's a deal. So I, I wanted to also say, check out our website, TheNinjaPastor.com, check out our website at the bottom, especially in the events of today uh, over in the UK, more important now, but more than ever, uh, you click on the red second call defense banner at the bottom, and uh, you get some information on that. Don't, don't be without a gun in your home or out and about, do not do it, but certainly do not be out and about without the proper insurance, uh, complete legal protection for armed self-defense. You are not covered. If you want to call them, if you're not an Internet person, I'm going to give you the number right now, 877-502-3300, 877-502-3300, and you're going to give them this number for the Ninja Pastor to get a month free, 20630, 20630, that's the way to do it, I will never be without it, I can guarantee that, now, today's show you know, I read this this morning and you guys have heard of uh, Bill Kohler. He's been on the show. Uh, he, you know, he's done so many amazing things. Just the dude is a giver. He's retired military. Uh, he's always been given to people um, his whole life. I mean, he's, he's just, you know, he went to the floods in in, uh, in the United States. The press wasn't reporting. He helped everybody. He did that on his own dime. Took him water, helped dig people out. Um it is crazy what this guy, I mean, he's just a great human being, uh, gave more over 20 years of his life to the United States army. And then he gets home and he finds out that his son, uh, Aiden, is very, very sick. Aiden Zeigler. Um, he's a little warrior. And he's just a little warrior. Uh, he had an inoperable, very aggressive brain tumor. So Bill, Dedicated the rest of his son's life to exposing him to all the things any any little boy would want to be exposed to, and and seeing and experiencing things. And everybody really rallied around him. Uh, and Aiden was a neat kid. He was just you couldn't argue with the fact that he was a neat kid. Uh, but you could also tell that this was this was taking him and taking him quickly. Well, his last day on earth and his first of eternity, uh, never to be in pain, not one more moment of his life. No more suffering, no more tears, no more pain. Uh, Aiden is now in heaven. So this show is dedicated to him and his little warrior spirit. And it's dedicated to Bill and the entire family because let me tell you something. You've never seen somebody rally around a little boy like this family and so many friends and so many people. It made me think of this song. So I'm going to read these. I was going to play it for you, but I couldn't get a hold of it. I couldn't get a hold of the writer and, and, uh, uh, the different people who have recorded it to, to play it. I, I wanted to play, uh, a recording. I particularly like, I don't even want to say his name cause I don't want to get in any trouble. Uh, but the song's name is go rest high on that mountain. I know your life on earth was troubled and only you could know the pain. You weren't afraid to face the devil. You were no stranger to the rain. Go rest high on that mountain. Son, your work on earth is done. Go to heaven a-shoutin', love for the Father and the Son. Oh, how we cried the day you left us. We gathered round your grave to grieve. I wish I could see the angels' faces when they hear your sweet voice sing. Go rest high on that mountain. Son, your work on earth is done. Go to heaven, a shouting, love for the Father and the Son. God bless you, Bill. God bless you, family. And Aiden Aiden is among the angels now. He has seen the face of God. And while we terribly, terribly miss him, he would not exchange one second with us to leave the father. It's just amazing. Heaven, heaven, what a promise of heaven. Those who are believers, uh, you know, you know, you know the deal and it's certainly ex- extraordinary. You know the deal. And um, I just can't imagine. I cannot imagine. So let me just, let me just give you the rundown. So God bless you. Uh, Aiden's family. Uh, I was saddened today to read that. We knew, of course, with this cancer, that this was this was coming. Uh, but, you know, look, I, you can anticipate, in, in April, I'm doing a, uh, I'm doing a uh, presentation to uh, Gold Star Families, the Michael Strange Foundation. Um, my good buddy Charles Strange and Marianne Strange lost uh, Michael Strange in extortion 17. And, um, I have to tell you, you know, this this group is near and dear to me. It's not the first time I've addressed them, but in this capacity, uh, we'll be spending a lot, a lot of time with them all three days, and I'm looking forward to it. We're going to talk about grief, how to get through it, what it is, and how to get through it, some dumb things people say and do, and some great things people say and do. So we're going to look forward to helping. I'll be with my buddy, Philly Bob. I'm looking forward to that, and Charlie, Marion Strange, and lots and lots of great, great Gold Star families. It's It's just going to be extraordinary. I'm looking forward to it. So I want to just say this really quick about uh, Billy Hallowell. Uh, He's so gracious. He he felt so bad. Uh, It was very, very last minute, and he literally had to jump on a train because I think he's going to be on some television show or something. And uh, with all the events, you know, things got thrown into a tizzy. So I want to read you what Kirk Cameron, actor and director, uh, said. Billy's fault line is going to rock your world and going to show you how Hollywood, the media, and college campuses – have worked together to crack the foundations of our children's Christian faith. Thankfully and thrillingly, the foundation's canon are now being repaired to a new breed of courageous Christians who have ditched the escapist run-and-hide mentality and embraced an optimistic and victorious engage and transform strategy. Read it carefully. And join the growing movement of vibrant, spirit-filled, I love that, Christians who are learning how to shape the next generation of life on earth to be more like it is in heaven. And then uh, Kevin Sorbo, great. He really, he wrote a beautiful, beautiful uh, review of it. Uh, he's, he's on the back of the book. And then Eric Metaxas also, America's ill with the disease of secular humanism. In Faultline, Billy Hallowell exposes the secular forces at work in our media and our universities and their collective impact on our future, specifically American youth. Line is an indispensable resource for anyone wondering how we got so sick the cure or are looking for the cure that's just awesome you know eric metaxas new york times best-selling author of if you can keep it i've read that Bonhopper, bonhoeffer will bring you to your knees and and thanking god for great great men and he's the radio host of obviously of the eric metaxas show so it's gonna be a good thing um so that'll be next week at 5 15 so just put a pin in that. I'll be marketing the heck out of that, so you'll want to be you want to be available to that. So today, this is what's exciting. This is what's coming for us today, and this was literally put together uh, last, very last minute, uh, and it's going to be. I tell you what, you could do. By the way, the forward fault uh, line is written by Sean Sean Hannity. Beautiful forward, it's powerful. You know, those of you who don't know who Sean is, he does a radio show, uh, he does a TV show, kind of a big thing. And he's a really, really super nice guy who will eventually be on the show, um, <clears throat> on this show. Anyway, so maybe that gives you time to get the book, and then you can, you know, you, you know, it'll it'll resonate with you a little better, perhaps. Um, but today we are so fortunate. I I am super super excited. By the way, chat is open. I'm super super excited. I mean, beyond excited for today's show, uh, how it has evolved, and <clears throat> so. The first guy is a good friend of mine, really super good friend of mine. Uh, He's a national figure. You all know who he is. If you know Wall Builders Live, then you know Rick Green. Rick is is the host of Wall Builders Live and David Barton. Uh, It's a a Rick Green, David Barton venture. Uh, Rick ran for the Texas uh, Supreme Court, and it was a last-minute decision. I mean, truly, truly last-minute. And it was a tree roots uh, deal, and, boy, I'll tell you what, he almost pulled that sucker out. Hello to Steve in Ohio. Thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for saving lives. It's awesome that you do what you do and you dedicate your life to saving lives. That's that's an awesome thing. Um, so uh, ultimately, the, the really cool thing that I'm that I'm saying here is that Rick Green is a guy, he's all over the place. Uh, and by that, I mean the United States. He's, he's an extremely, extremely uh, sought, highly sought speaker. A uh, powerful, powerful speaker. We've had him here in Delaware. We've done a uh, weekend uh, thing called Constitution Alive with him. He travels all over the country doing that. Does a lot of uh, major speaking engagements, national uh, homeschool convention, all that stuff. Uh, but he's also a former legislator in Texas, one of the youngest ever. Uh, an extraordinary husband and father, uh, an amazing man. He does a lot of work with youth. Uh, Patriot Academy. My son has been several times. is an extraordinary thing does patriot academy all over all over the united states and maybe we'll talk about that we're going to talk about a lot of things so hang on tight uh if he has not eaten yet then we will probably talk about crab cakes because when he came to the east coast uh us east coasters showed him all about crab and crab cakes so he's all over that so so rick will be on first my good friend rick rick green wonderful guy love him to death love his whole family quite frankly um they're just just awesome people and he can tell us what he's doing and different stuff he has going on. Then next, I'm super excited about this for you guys too. And for me, uh, a guy by the name of Mark Sutherland has been a great friend of the show. He's kind of our, kind of our arm in the UK. And Mark is, he's just some, something special. Mark is something special. We're working on maybe doing some appearances together in um, in Dallas, Texas, when he comes out. So if you're from the Texas area, Um, the state of Texas, anywhere near Dallas, within an hour's drive or two, three hours drive, doesn't matter to me. And you'd like me to come speak at your uh, organization or myself and Mark, we'd be glad to come and uh, that'll get us out to Texas. And then we're going to, we're going to do some very special things. If we can make this happen, very special things from the great state of Texas. Uh, So, so he will be on, he is in the UK right now, a lot of stuff happening. Uh, if you go to my Facebook page, follow me on Facebook, by the way, we're having a, and I said this in my Facebook live before the show, please know that I'm not saying this because I think I have fans. I, I know that I don't, uh, have people to follow the show and follow what I do and, and all that. And that's awesome. I'm honored by that, but I hasten to call them. I don't want to call them fans because that's kind of haughty, but that's what Facebook calls it a fan page. And so I'm having this professional company build from soup to nuts, this amazing uh, thing and it'll also have a repository for my speeches uh, Any of you know any of the shows It'll have quick links to all that stuff very very special things there but also a lot of you have asked to where you can buy uh, My photography and my art and that's gonna be a place you can do that. Uh, you can order it. We custom do everything So we're really excited about that. So, you know be be on the lookout bolo uh, we'll be glad to see it uh, then <clears throat> So Mark's going to tell us all about what's going on, by the way. <coughs> and I don't know if this is a function of. Well, you know, we try different things here. We tried uh, we tried four to six. That went real well. We build a, uh, an appreciably large audience uh, from what I'm told by the radio people, Internet people. Uh, it, you know, it's uncommon, uh, large audience. And uh, but then. Then we, we tried four and then we said, well, how about three? Let's try that. And then so now we're trying five to seven. A lot of people have said, man, I want to listen to your show live. I like that, you know, that life in the live. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. And it's just exciting, unpredictable. Uh, so we we went ahead and we're this first time we're trying five to seven. So we're going to give this a shot. Give us your feedback. If it's better, if you say no, it's it's not. Um, you suck, and you don't. You should never have a microphone anywhere near you, and certainly not a camera, because it was upside down on my face. If you go look at that on Facebook, uh, while you're there, if you're not a follower on Facebook, send me a friend request. Click on Follow, and um, we're always deleting people. I deleted a bunch of people, a little over a hundred people, the other day. Uh, so we try to make room. Um, I try to keep. You know, it's five thousand people. You can only have that. Uh, but I, but I go through and edit and, and pull people out periodically. So sometimes there's an open spot and sometimes there's not. So uh, just click on follow either way and you can still see what we do. And uh, send me a message while you're there if you listen to the thing. But let us know if you like this. Follow us at The Ninja Pastor on Twitter as well. Now, I want to I want to say this, uh, and I've got to be delicate about this because this is kind of a thing and then we'll get to Rick. Um, Rick is at a payphone somewhere on the street somewhere, so I don't want to be out there for too long. But I know Rick is a big Second Amendment fan, uh, big, big fan, so I know he'll be okay because he knows how to handle his business. But uh, I want to say this, our, our, our last guest on the show is calling all the way from Australia, and he introduced me to some technology, and it's weird because within a couple of days, or within a day or so, I got introduced to the same technology by two different people. It's just now coming to the United States. Um, it's extraordinary, and you guys know with my, uh, with my disability, uh, there's, you know, obviously, if I keel over or something, you're going to want... Somebody's gonna to want to know where I am because I'm always out in the wilderness. And then um, you know, heart rate and blood pressure and all this stuff. It doesn't I'll just wait to tell you. You're gonna to want to know about this. This is absolutely nuts. I could not believe it was true. But this guy, Andy, is gonna come on and he's gonna he's gonna talk about that and you'll be blown away. It's it's just extraordinary. So uh, I'm very, very fortunate to call this guy my friend. I absolutely when I say I love this dude like, I love brother, dude like a brother, like a brother. I do, love him, like I do brother, love him like a brother, even though his radio He's is turned, turned up But I, turn I can hear myself. Um, um, can, you turn that down, buddy? can you turn that down, buddy? You've been on the radio like been 900, been the radio 900 times. 900 I'm shocked times. that I'm I can shocked. hear
2: that. I'm actually just on a headset, bro. Well,
1: maybe, well, maybe it's going from one ear to the other. To the other. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I didn't want
2: to say anything. <laughs> you know an echo inside <laughs> my head, but that's normal. You know, I, I hear that every day. I guess I should hear an echo of an echo when I'm on with you.
1: I hear you. I hear I you. Hear you, I hear you. Uh, uh, so let's so say this. Let me let me turn. I'll, turn, I'll turn me down a little bit. For whatever reason, for whatever I can hear everything, can in everything in the background. I don't know, about. let's ping the audience here in chat and say, can you hear it as well? So, so suffice, so suffice so it to say, what an extraordinary thing to be friends. I am honored by that. In addition to all the great, amazing things you do for our country and for families all across the United States, because i know people know who yeah, you, know you know are and they've seen they've, they've listened, listened to wall Builders live i've been privileged to be on, be on your show i've been privileged to I've protect, privileged to protect barton and, david and barton and hang out and with him out with a great, guy, great and, guy and and uh, and, uh, and, uh, uh but we know so this so that, that know in know addition to all of the amazing things that you do um um you're an amazing man of god and you've led this family what is the name of your series i know isn't it on DVD now or for something somebody can buy it this this uh you yes chasing american legends oh it's it nuts. It, oh, it nuts the coolest thing the coolest it's the thing. people first of all people, first how's Rhett doing how's by the Rett way Rett not that i don't love Rett all the Rett others but that little, boy, <laughs> that little boy he kills <laughs> me
2: and he's not little anymore i tell you they're all growing up he's 14 now and you know he's in that oh dad it's not cute for me to be on stage anymore uh phase so i'm not getting him to go speak with me as much but <laughs> but he's doing well <laughs>
1: Yeah. Hey, are you on? Uh, are you on a headset on your computer?
2: Uh, no, just on my regular phone.
1: Oh, it's weird. That's Let me weird. Just switch over to the handheld.
2: that does that help any.
1: Oh, perfection. Oh, perfect. Excellent. So huh. much. I still get an echo. I don't know why. It's very rare that we get that. But so we'll just you know we'll rock and roll. Um, so you did this series. I just want to introduce this to people because look, this is something that you just don't see every day. Every this, day. Is this is a series that series goes through, and they're not, you're not and telling people how, telling how to be a parent. parent. You're, sharing you're sharing historical, historical places, places, places of great historical, historical significance, significance. All, across all across the country with your family.
2: Yeah, we just wanted people to experience what we were experiencing, you know. We're we're blessed to get to travel the country and go to these incredible places and and see, you know, awesome historical sites and bring battlefields and and things like that to 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 life so that people can not just read about it in a textbook, which, you know, frankly is is boring most of the time or just listen to someone lecture about it, but actually go experience it. So, you know, we were doing that ourselves as we traveled and 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 had the chance to speak to groups. We'd go Visit really cool historical places, and we'd post about it on Facebook, and everybody would say, "Man, I wish I could go." And so, you know, we finally had a, a film crew that said, "Well, we'll go with you and, and film it and, uh, and share it with people," and then that just kind of turned into the into the show. And uh, Brad Stein's with us on on a few of the episodes, and. You know, we just we, we we like investigating mysteries from history to verify if some of these outlandish stories are true, and then you know look for a lesson. How can you know? How should that affect the way we live today, and and what our nation is like today, and what can we learn from yesterday? I'm I'm not. Uh, I guess I'm not, not smart enough or arrogant enough to think that, that I've got all the answers and that I can figure out how best to lead my family or serve my country all, on my own. I want to learn from the people that have done it before. I want to learn from the ones that have made mistakes. I want to learn from the ones that did it right. And so we just try to do that ourselves and, and share it with other people on the show.
1: I think it's awesome. Where can I they awesome. get that? Where can
2: they get that? Well, they go to rickgreen.com is the easiest place right now. Uh, you can also watch it on the Dove channel. Uh, PureFlix is going to have it out later this year. And, uh, and ChristianCinema.com. So that was a lot of options. Of course, my favorite of all those options is RickGreen.com, because then they'll learn more about the family, and and uh, maybe even get interested in having us come out to speak, or or uh, listen to Wall Builders live, or send their kiddos to to Patriot Academy and uh, give them a chance to to come learn to lead in in an incredible leadership laboratory of a state capital somewhere in the country.
1: That's amazing. We're going to talk more about, talk about Patriot Academy, about Academy, in Academy in a second. Tell me now, our good friend, our good mutual friend, Bradley Stein. Bradley uh, Stein. I don't know. Should we? He often tells me that, yeah, uh, Steve from Ohio says there's a bad echo. I don't know what's causing it. It's, we never have this happen. So I don't know what the deal is. I'm fiddling with everything here trying to figure out what's, what's what. But I apologize to everybody. Hey, you want me to hang up and dial back in? Uh, you know, uh you know what? That'd be perfection. That'd be perfection. Yeah. Well, so you're while you're, t- you're doing that, hey, you you tell some, some bad stories on Brad, and I'll call back. Awesome. Thanks, brother. Awesome. So, Brad Stein. <clears throat> Who do you guys know? God's comic, right? You guys know Brad Stein. He's a nationally known comedian. But what you don't know about Brad is that Brad is a super smart guy. He's super smart. He's super wise about history, our founding documents, and all that stuff. But he's hilarious. But I'm telling you, when Brad is serious, you want to listen to him. You want to listen to him. But every time I've been somewhere with Brad, now we've been at diners in some of the worst places in, in Philadelphia. Um, well, we were at a well, – we I, I was protecting – the green. there we are. Oh, we still have we it. We were protecting them um, um, while they were doing a, series, were doing a, a doing series, a video series of in um, – Philadelphia, I think Philadelphia, uh, Independence I think Hall, God, Independence and so it was from like seven o'clock at night till the wee hours of the morning, and it was fun. It was a lot, a lot fun. of fun. So every, hard, every, every night afterwards, we, we go out to eat, of course at like three or four o'clock in the morning in the really seedy parts of Philadelphia, and it's hilarious to me. First of all, the Green family, less you think, they can't put some food away. They can, and Brad Stein, that boy can eat. So when, so when he was when here, he Brad goes, Hey, you know, says, hey, you know, let's go somewhere. I've been wanting somewhere. to go I to this place, to uh, to the place, special, uh, special uh, place. Special and, uh, you know, he's, he's talking like it's like, like the greatest. I'd we to go to the zoo. Place. Where are we going? We're going where to we're some, going? Fun we're place, some fun place, some really neat place. No, where does he take take? The dude takes me. The dude takes me to. There we go. That's perfect. That's that better. That's so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your Fisher price, uh, cell phone, that's, I don't know what to say about that. Press the blue button to call the police Press the red button to call fire. I don't know. I don't know what kind of phone you're rocking there. So I don't want to, I don't want to throw any rocks. So, but anyway, so Brad's I'm telling a story. Here's the story I'm telling. Remember when we went, uh, I was protecting you guys and we went after the rap uh, every night, you know, it was, I don't know, it was wee hours of the morning, literally in Philadelphia. And so we go out and have breakfast and I'm telling them how much you guys filming
2: until two or three in the morning. So we were eating at like four in the morning.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. I'm telling you straight up crazy. And so it's like four o'clock in the morning. We're going to the restaurant and it's, it's all the green kids, which he has like 30 children. And so all these kids go into this restaurant. It was usually like a diner type of thing. Uh, You know, so that, you know, the, 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 the ladies who wait on you, they're like, so what do you want? You know, they're looking at you like, uh, you know, this again. And, um, you know, the Philly way, showing lots of love. And so it's, what's crazy here is, you know, when you're around, around Stein, you really don't know what's going to happen. You always have to have a little bit of a watchful eye around you but uh it was hilarious fun i'm telling you we had the best time so you can buy that series folks you, you can have that and watch that i'm sure there's places you can download it really really amazing and i'm going to tell you something i'm going to confess this so executive this is you know executive protection people aren't supposed to cry uh, but i'm telling you I, there i am standing there uh, in one for me one of the most hallowed places in the united states of america independence hall and folks i'm telling you the chairs uh, the chairs, the the pen, you know, these are these are documents that greats like Jefferson and Washington, all these things, the accoutrement of, of liberty, and when we got to hold them. We got to, oh man, and then uh, and then my good friend Rick gave a speech. That was it. I was done. I was done. I was doing real well, holding it together, and then he gave this speech. And I'm telling you, it, it rocked my world, and it, it literally brought me to tears. So grateful for the sacrifices of so many great men and women, uh, white and black, uh, other other nations. You know, great men from other nations really—they—they they helped give us what we have, and they lost. Many of them lost everything. And when I looked back at that, and this impassioned speech, you listen—you've never heard. You may like to hear me speak but you have never heard uh, It's Rick is a different kind of speech giver and I know he's embarrassed. He's probably all red, uh, but he really <laughs> is. He really is. He's a great, great speech giver. And you tell Rhett that Uncle Sean says, look, buddy, you've been getting a gift by God. Don't, don't hang up your speaking chaps yet because that boy is awesome too. Trey and your daughter Cameron, just unreal. And Reagan, they're all just amazing. So folks, you don't want to miss this. You don't want to miss these people. So Patriot Academy real quick. Let's talk about Patriot Academy. Cause I know we have a thousand and one sure. topics to get to uh, another guest coming on from the UK in 15 minutes. So uh, we'll have to hurry and I'll have to shut up, but basically uh, faith. I, I'm thinking faith and liberty and freedom, uh, hope for the future, you know, your legislative experience in Texas how how in the world did did Patriot Academy, first of all, tell them what it is, and then tell me tell me and tell them, mostly me because I'm the one that really, really, really wants to know, how did this happen? I never got, all these years, I never got the chance to ask you, how in the world did this happen?
2: Well, first of all, back on the Independence Hall um, filming that we did that night with you, that was, uh, I felt the same way you did, and it was, uh, you know, I still consider it the, the, if not the one of the top uh, highlights of my career to be able to teach on the constitution in the room where it was framed. It was was an incredible, incredible thing. And they, they've been really good to us and let us come back, you know, many times since then, but but that first time actually filming the constitution class um, and it was, it was just unreal. I I can't even put it into, into words, to be able to actually point to the chair or point to the part of the room or, you know, say right here, so-and-so stood and did this or that. I mean, it was just, it was amazing. But back to uh, back to Patriot Academy, actually the, the two topics kind of mixed because, you know, because we do Patriot Academy in Delaware now, um, we do one of those nights, we actually drive over to Philly and actually conduct Patriot Academy there at Independence Hall and Congress Hall. So it's a great opportunity for the students to walk in that in that hallowed ground and also to, to conduct their legislative session in the very place where our founding fathers did the same thing so, so long ago. So um, but but to answer your question on how I got started, man, I really had a frustration. I mean, it was uh, it was just you know me being very disillusioned as I was serving in the legislature by the fact that, that most people that I was serving with had no core conviction. It was just finger to the wind, whatever's popular at the time, no real understanding of of history and 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 how these po- policies would affect the the country or the state or the or the community. It was just what feels good at the time, what testimony and committee moved them emotionally to, to make the vote. And that was extremely frustrating because our founders were the opposite. They studied history. They studied you know, every form of government that, that, that the world had ever known. They studied policies and said, well, that nothing's new under the sun. So anytime somebody comes up with an idea for a piece of legislation, someone in history has done that before. Let's go find out if it worked. And so they – they did that and i just got frustrated with people not doing that and not actually learning from our forefathers and those even before them and i was complaining honestly to my dad i'm sitting there on the on the, on the texas floor when you're when you're in the legislative session everybody's at their desk and, and and at your desk you've actually got a phone so you're allowed to you know pull the phone out and you call through your office and i was called i just called my dad and i was just sitting there whining to my dad while we're in the middle of the legislative session and and he said, "Yeah, I'm like 27 at the time." And he said, "He said, well, Rick, he said, quit whining. You need to do what Bill Clinton did." And now, uh, Sean, to put that in perspective, this was 1999, so this is not long after, you know, very embarrassing mo- moments in the in, in our nation's history, and and frankly, should have been embarrassing to the president, but apparently it wasn't. But anyway, so I'm thinking, Dad, I don't, I'm not sure I want to do what Bill Clinton did. And come to find out, he's talking about what Bill Clinton did as governor. 15 years before when he was governor of Arkansas, he had something called the governor's school and they would literally bring in from all over the state for about three weeks uh, to, to the, to the capital there. Uh, and they would bring in all those sharpest young people from all over the, all of the state at about the 17, 18 year old mark. And they would basically indoctrinate them with liberal philosophy. So at that mm-hmm. point in your life where you're really starting to wonder and think about what you really believe and how the world works, they basically got them at exactly the right time and, unfortunately, took them the wrong direction. So Dad's basically saying to me at that point, "Why can't you do the same thing, but teach them truth. Teach them about the founding fathers. Teach them about the Constitution. And that and birthed Patriot Academy. So we, I had gone to a school when I was 19 out in D.C. called Young America's Foundation's Conservative Student Conference. And I came home going, all right, it's cool to be a conservative. It's okay for an 18-, 19-year-old to be thinking about these issues. So it kind of melded the two ideas together, created Patriot Academy. Now we, we give students the chance to live the life of a legislator so they get to be on the real House floor and the real committee rooms, but all the while they're being kind of having their countenance sharpened by the countenance of other young people that are that are sharp, articulate young people from across the nation. And it makes them better, it makes them smarter, it makes them sharper, more articulate, and they also get to really look at history and say, well, why do I believe what I believe? Not just what do I believe, but why do I believe that? And can I back it up? Can I prove it? And then can I persuade others? So we also teach them a lot of persuasion skills and how to public speak and how to win rapport with people. And and, and so it's it's just been fantastic, Sean. I'm sorry to go on for so long, but I mean, I, no, no, I see the evidence it. we do it 15 years. We see the evidence all over the country. Our graduates are doing, they're serving in legislatures, they're making movies and television shows, they're preaching from the pulpit, they're running businesses. I mean, they're in every area of the culture and they're leading with integrity for the right reasons and they're all working to be good citizens at the same time. So it's really exciting to see what's happened with it.
1: It's powerful, isn't it? Uh, sewing into so many people's lives like that, young people, and I'm telling you, um, what I love is I love being there the first day but sometimes I like to sneak in, you know, uh, and hover. yes,
2: and then see them after they've been there a while. Oh,
1: it's so cool. I know with my son uh, Doyle, he really, really loves it and makes some great friendships all across the uh, all across the, the United States. And and um, it's it's just you don't forget it. You just don't forget it. And I will say this that there there aren't a lot of people that so into the youth this way. Uh, and what i'm what I'm meaning by that is there are a lot of people that they they just wanna the quick, easy fix, but they this is this is a day by day till ten or eleven o'clock at night sometimes even later um, working with these kids. and when you see yeah we well, when you see the change no, from I, I, day one, it's unreal,
2: yeah, yeah, no I, I was just gonna say we wanted it to be like a real session, so. You know, typically late in a legislative session, you're going till midnight or one in the morning. You're not getting much sleep, and you still have to think, and you still gotta, you know, be be on your A game. And so we we designed it that way. Plus, we only get them for you know a few days to a week, and so we want to you know pump as much into them as we can, sow as much into them as we can, test them as much as we can. And uh, and you're 100% right, man. I, I love love almost like taking a snapshot in my mind. of of that first afternoon when they get sworn in on the floor and and they're, you know, a lot of them very timid or or just sometimes uh, intimidated by some of the other students or whatever. And then by the end of the week, just seeing them on a microphone in front of the group or whatever it is, just just really seeing that turnaround. And, and, and and of course, I get to see it all throughout that week, the eyes, you know, at some point that light bulb turning on to whatever their passion is and, and helping them find that thing in their life that they really want to go do because they're not all going to go into politics or, or, or go host a radio program or do the things that you and I get to do. Some of them, are, they want to go into business or, or they, they they want to be behind the scenes you know, uh, as, a, as a staff person or a or, or campaign manager or whatever. And so helping them find their place and find their passion is a big part of what we do and and so needed today. I mean, they need to know they can make a difference. These millennials, they want to know that their life matters. They want to know that, that what they're doing is, is not wasting their, their, their life, wasting their time. And so helping them to find some place where God can use them, where they can feel like they're really making a difference for the country. uh, It's so important and we love doing it and love to get to see the results.
1: Oh, it's so cool. It's, uh, you know, and I think uh, one of the things that I really love that you guys do is you encourage people to come and watch this, watch from, you know, the balcony, watch, watch, watch the development. And, and I'll tell you, I, let me tell you what, I, some of these real small, they look frail, you know, they're a little awkward, like little deer when they're first born or little lambs, you know, kind of stumbling about, but I'm telling you what, they're, they're, they're all power all the time when it comes time for them to step up there. And some of the debates uh, are, they're amazing. And these kids aren't laughing. They're not joking around. This is serious, business to them and they're in it to win it. And I think you take that, you take that and you, you take that, let's say they don't want to go into politics. Let's say they want to be a pastor. Let's say they want to be a missionary. Let's say they want to be a, uh, a public school teacher. Uh, Man, we need people with that kind of background and change. So what, what is going on with your family now? What projects are you doing now? What are you up to?
2: You know, we just we just did a, or haven't finished it, but about to put it out, what we've been working on is actually a high school government curriculum, believe it or not, just something that could pull together a lot of the different uh, video projects that we've done. We've got Chase American Legends in there. We've got David Barton and, um, and a lot of the programs that he did. And so we partnered with Wall Builders on this to create a high school government curriculum that would not be boring, that would be fun and exciting and engaging but still give you those basics that you need as a high school student and prepare you for the CLEP test. So our students go through the high school course and then turn around and take the CLEP test and get three hours college credit as well. So that's been kind of our major project the last uh, several months, and, and we're headed out to do a tour of a lot of homeschool conventions and speaking engagements to to promote that and let people know hey here's a here's a great way for you, not just your kid to learn but we're encouraging people to take it and use it in, in sunday school classes or just open up your home and invite people over to walk through it because we all need it i mean it's it's uh it's pretty dismal when you see the the, the studies on what people know about the constitution or even how the government works I, and i'm talking really tough questions sean like what are the three branches of government that kind of stuff even elected officials aren't answering correctly so it's we're in a sad state of affairs right now with regard to our, our knowledge, and we've all been there. I mean, I was there 20 years ago for sure. Until I found David Barton and started studying and and reading for myself what the founders said, and and we just want other people to get as excited about where we came from and and how to how to preserve the country as we are.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's an ex- an extraordinarily awesome thing. I I like what uh, you and your family do now. I understand that there is a is a little green on the way
2: yeah that's right that's what i hear you're gonna be caught you're gonna be calling me grandpa next time we see each other
1: i love it i love it i love it i love it so uh if you i know i've given them over uh electronic but I but i'd like for you to pass along my great congratulations uh to your son and his beautiful beautiful wife and uh just exciting it's an exciting thing and i'm excited for your family um i know that kid is going to be born into a blessings upon blessings and your your family is near and dear to me you have to know that and I love you guys very very much now now that the love fest right back is at you bro yeah thank you brother uh, now this one quick thing because we're almost out of time uh, one quick thing President Trump I know you don't have much time but here here we are who would have ever thunk by the way it just was announced today uh, by our friends at Liberty University I am of course an alum um, that President Trump will be giving the commencement address. And of course, wow. as ex- yeah, yeah, that's a big deal. That's a big get right there. Um, and as expected, like, I'm, I'm sure, I don't know if you're being followed by Media Matters and if they follow you around when you give your speeches, but now all of a sudden they're following me and the protesting and all that stuff. It's just stupid, but um, they don't really bother us. They think they do, but they don't. And, it, but I'm sure they will get just huge, just going to be a huge, uh, mess over that. But I think Liberty is very prepared for it. Uh, I think that they will have no problem managing that. Uh, but, uh, but what do you think of, of president Trump so far?
2: I, I would have never thought I would say this, Sean, but I think he is exactly what we need. And, and I was not a Trump supporter last year. You know, that I was a big Ted. Nor was guy. I. It, it, yep, it took me, me too. a while to, uh, to get on board. And I, and I did towards the end because it was a binary choice and, and it was either that or Clinton. And, and I, and, and I, I appreciated who he was surrounding himself with. So even, even with the VP pick, as soon as he did that, I'm, I've known Mike Pitts 20 years. He's a great guy, yep. solid, solid, um, really like him. And so that, that started to soften me a little bit, but after the election, I got to tell you, man, I have been blown away. I mean, the appointments he's made, the agenda that he is pursuing effectively, for the most part, and no, nobody's going to get everything they want. But I mean, the things that he's accomplishing right now, I'm not sure anybody else that we would have wanted to get elected could be moving as fast as he is in the right direction, um, and be as as not bothered by all the criticism. I mean, he doesn't care, and and it's great to see somebody that is not, you know, you know softening their approach or backing off of, of a very important agenda. Because people are saying bad things about him, or because the media is reporting ninety percent—I know if you saw that ninety percent of what the media is putting out right now is negative on him, and yet he just marches uh, forward. So, you know, no question, was it my choice? But man, I've never been so glad to be so wrong. And uh, and Me I think too. a lot of great people that he's surrounded himself with are, are breathing some good stuff into him, man. I mean, and spiritually as oh, well. Yeah. I think he's getting some good influence from other people around him. So I'm excited, man. I I, I think 2017 can be a pivot year for our country—not just stop the bad stuff. It's been going on for a long time, but literally changed course.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. And I tell you, uh, in, in the folks in my audience, uh, which thank you to each and every one of them, uh, we are up to 1.4 million listeners to our uh, Wednesday show and uh, right around 117,000 to our Sunday message. And and so we appreciate you sharing and telling your friends. It's just awesome. I'm humbled and I'm honored. So, uh, But with Trump, you know, President Trump, uh, I, as you, very big Cruz fan. Uh, I like the guy, and and, uh, and, I, and I really felt like he was the guy. But I have to tell you, same thing with me. And I thought, how interesting that this guy, who's considered to not be religious enough to suit a lot of people on the left and sadly on the right, that he's the guy working so hard to restore our religious freedom here in the United That's States right. of America. And what really gets me, what really, really gets me is he's doing this amidst the biggest opposition, both overt and covert opposition, from both sides, and it's sickening yeah, to me. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really sickening you're, to me. Yeah. Yeah, so, you're 100
2: percent right. And I know, know you got another caller. Uh, I, I'll just say that that's actually what really got me on board with him. Finally, was watching a, watching a press conference he was doing. It was actually was a bunch of military guys. Some guys you and I both know, and and a question came up about um, the chaplains. And and not only yeah. not only did he answer that right, he went off without urging. He went off on then the Johnson amendment, and I I, I right. can't believe it. And, and, he, and, he, and, he, and of course he wasn't real knowledgeable about all the details and everything, but his gut reaction was right. And his gut reaction in the debates on partial birth abortion was was yeah. I think what turned a lot of evangelicals finally to go okay, I can vote for this guy because even though he didn't articulate it well, and even though he didn't respond well to her claims that it you know that she made his gut reaction about how awful it is and how it's got to stop yeah. and, and should not be allowed in our country was spot on. And I think that's what's happening now. He, his yeah. gut reaction is, is the right way. And he's got the people around him to help him uh, mold it into good policy. So man, I'm, I'm pumped. I, I think some good, great things are going to happen.
1: Me too. You know, I have, uh, I have two very good friends who are in his uh, security detail. And I have to say, uh, you know, <laughs> The saying is, "You elect them, we protect them." If they don't like the guy, when you say, "Hey, what do you what do you think of the guy?" Um, if they don't like them, it's going to be you elect them, we protect them, and they're they want to be uh, they want to be ambivalent to, to some degree, and so. But my buddies, good friends, we've done a lot of work together uh, in that field. Uh, I, I've I've talked to them uh, pretty much if not every day, you know, pretty close to it. And one uh, is, is, rotates on and off of um, protecting Milani and Barron, and the other uh, is on President Trump, and he's a very key role. And I have to tell you, these guys, um, you know, they don't say this unless they mean it, uh, but the, 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 my one buddy on President Trump, he said, look, man, I have never been more honored in my lifetime to protect a human being and this guy, he said, I'm going to tell you this. He's the real deal. He's a lot smarter than people on the left or right give him credit for. And on top of that, and what's, what's really more important is he, Oh, by the way, I just had somebody in chat say, Sean, we love chasing American legends. Uh, so (laughs) very interesting. So, So, (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for that. That's awesome. And so, but, but, but my buddy that's on him, he said, you know, this guy, his pace, the hard work that he's putting in for America is real. And he said, it's every single day. And he said, I usually don't care when the press is beating them up and conservatives are beaten, you know, past people he's protected. Um, We don't care. We don't even think about that's not our job. We don't, it just doesn't matter to us. But he said, this guy, when he sees his family being chewed up and spit on and by the media and the fake news and, and fake conservatives and the left you expected of course but and he said uh, it, it's just sickening because this guy is so real he's just so hardcore let's save america and then uh, my buddy who's on melania and baron happy birthday to baron by the way big big 11 great kid really really awesome young man um i have to say he said uh yeah i'm glad to stay protecting her i don't know forever because uh he said she's just an amazing lady lady capital l and he said i it's i'm blown away this woman speaks five languages fluently she switches from one to the other just interchangeably uh and he said what a mother what a mother to this Hmm. child and he said baron is just the coolest little kid he's just super brilliant you know he's five foot ten and a half so he's (laughs) man he's a (laughs) super tall kid and uh so it is it, it you know, I, I don't like it either. It makes me mad, but I just want to say that while you were on the line because I know you have an appreciation for that. And uh, but yeah. look, man, I, I really appreciate you coming on. And as Absolutely, as this John. release, hey, as this release gets closer, touch base with us, come back on and, and we'll uh, we'll put it out. Maybe we'll give away some sets to callers and uh, you know, let's let's make this happen. And in the meantime, folks, you gotta watch Chasing American Legends. Go to rickgreen.com. It's so worth it it will bring tears to your Thank eyes. You brother. All right, man. Thank you, man. much I love to your family. It. Well, thanks for having me on. Keep up the great work. My pleasure, bro. Talk to you. So now we have, uh, and that was Rick green folks. Uh, I just don't think you can find a better bunch. I love these people. I mean, literally like my brother and my sister and my niece and my nephews, I just love these people. They're amazing people. They're, you know, I've been around them for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And hours. And I can tell you, they're the same. They never change. That is who they are. So we're so fortunate right now in a day where our our great ally and our great friends over in the UK are suffering yet another terrorist attack at the hand of of Islam. Um, And so we're so fortunate that uh, we were able to to get a hold of Mark Sutherland. You guys know he's a great friend of the show. Phenomenal. One of our most popular guests ever. Uh, Mark, how are you, brother?
3: I'm, uh, I'm extremely well. Um, thank you for your very kind um, introduction. Uh, very mixed feelings today, uh, having seen um, these shocking events just played out through the press that we've just witnessed in, in London. Um, as you know, I was actually in the Houses of Parliament Parliament myself two weeks ago, uh, regularly at various points, drive over that bridge, know that area extremely well. Um, it's 40 minutes drive from uh, my house, and I think, without sounding, you know, the typical sort of political line, um, I'm shocked by the fact that four people are being killed and at the moment, and it's uh, and 20 people are injured. Um, hmm. Shocking scene, Sean. Um, the MO fits what. Uh, very sadly Israel has been putting up with over the last 18 months so whatever people say, whatever people want to, you know, if they go down the political correctness line, the fact that we've seen the picture of the gentleman that uh, has driven this car, found out on the stretcher we only have to, we can look at him we can begin to draw certain conclusions but the MO of sadly when you take a Hyundai 4x4 drive it over Westminster Bridge, but not on the actual road, but you decide to mount the pavement and play skittles with uh, human beings is just beyond me, is just beyond me. And then you, sadly, you you uh, you know you kill three people. You then reportedly smack your car into the Houses of Parliament, uh, metalwork and the brick wall there, and then run out and end up stabbing a uh, metropolitan police officer and then uh, people respond by shooting you. Um, what can I say? It's it's shocking. Um, of course, various people have said that uh, they've been expecting this. Um, and uh, that saddens me when we have to even say that we expect this. It even saddens me that um, various people... Maybe they should know better when they travel to America and make various comments that say that we live in a big, you know, big global city, that maybe this is uh, we have to get used to these kinds of attacks. I don't want to misquote the man. Don't really want to even mention the man at the moment. But it's it's this is not acceptable. This is not acceptable. We should not have to put up with this at all. But very sadly, this is what's happened
1: uh absolutely sorry, sorry well, I'm here, man. no 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 it's okay uh y- you know and we've got many reports and video we're trying to get the video from different people we have on the ground in the uk right now uh that they shot with their cell phone now admittedly this is you know you're scared to death i was i was yelling at my son not because he did anything wrong but he was the closest why do people insist on videoing with their phone in portrait mode because then you have the two black uh, sides and it, it it's awkward and doesn't film well, and he you know obviously he pointed out well they're scared they're nervous they don't know to turn their phone they may know yeah. under normal circumstances but just watch all these people get mowed down, uh, but but uh, yeah. there there is video coming uh, that's going through different back channels and making sure it's authentic and all that stuff and then it'll start to come out here from people with their cell phones of Muslims laughing and shouting Allahu Akbar. Uh, I just posted a video, probably a few, um, literally uh, maybe right. 40 minutes ago right. of, of a, right. a, a woman, a Muslim woman. And, and what she was doing was, and, and this is appalling, she's walking by, uh, you know, and I, I have this, I'm trying to find it to make sure. Yeah, she's walking by, she's got her hijab on and she's walking by on her cell phone by one of the victims and people are crying I've, and I've, I, just, I've I've just seen
3: it I've just seen the uh, I've just seen the picture um uh, it's like on it's on the page isn't it I'm, what yeah right.
1: it is it is on the Facebook page uh and she yeah. and she is walking by I, I'm appalled by it. she's wearing a brown hijab and she's got hmm. the phone to her ear and she's walking by talking on the phone as though well she got the phone in her left hand and her earpiece in her ear just like it's a normal day she's walking to market she's walking to market she's Mm. not uh she's she's not walking by somebody dying she's not walking by a bloody mess Mm. no she's Mm. just walking Mm. by and the thing is is in america you know obviously i travel all over america uh talking about this and giving speeches and seminars and conferences from a Mm. security uh, standpoint and i'm privileged to give one tomorrow by a great group group of uh, gop ladies and, and one of the things I'm going to talk about tomorrow right. or the thing I'm going to talk about tomorrow is the truth about Islam and Sharia as it impacts women. People don't realize this. Mm-hmm. Well, here is a woman in this mm-hmm. photograph that she's she's walking by several other women, one of whom is uh, trying to, to help this woman who is very clearly yep. hurt seriously. Uh, yep. She's ambivalent. The Muslim is ambivalent, yet the other people are in tears. What people have to understand is the mindset. The mindset of the Muslim, is not that, oh, those poor victims, how could this have happened? And a lot of people love to say, this is the big quote from Islam, is, well, more Muslims are killed by terror than terrorist attacks than by any other people. Well, that's because uh, in the Quran, they're viewed as, they're not viewed as victims, they're viewed as heroes. And it's in jihad. If you die right. conducting right. jihad, carrying out jihad, or as a mm. part of jihad, well you're, you're a hero. That's mm. just part of it. Mm. Uh so this woman doesn't mm. have those feelings and that's why you couldn't stand in front of her on the streets of, of London uh with your London your 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 mayor, your Muslim mayor who says, Hey, you live in a big yeah. city, guess what? Yeah. You're gonna experience terrorism. Yeah. It's just how it is. Yeah. Uh so, so this
3: yeah. this and woman course, doesn't feel and, the same like. way. absolutely, and uh it's very interesting because uh the mayor has come under a little bit of criticism in the fact that he uh Seem to have not made a comment. Um, he has made a comment. It's then on his Twitter feed. Um, I have to say that if I was in his job, I would have dropped everything and gone straight to the scene. Um, personally, um, if it was Boris Johnson, I'm sure that Boris would have dropped everything and have gone straight to the scene. And um, that's part of that's part of the job. No matter what your background is, etc., etc. Um, we'll leave that out at the moment. Um, because there's enough emotiveness around at the moment. That particular mm-hmm. picture, whether it's whether it's her or someone, uh, you know, we know that other people walk past um, when they see a particular crime and all the rest, that just absolutely, uh, it does absolutely saddens me. There is a disconnect. And if uh, I am, will look forward to, not I look forward, but if you've got any of the video footage, Um, from people's cameras on the ground, then I I will be, uh, I look forward to seeing those on one hand because, you know, it it seems this emotional uh, disconnect. I mean, I cannot get my head. There's a saying, doesn't it? There's a saying, uh, Sean, that when, when things seem to happen far away and they haven't affected you, then you don't feel engaged. But when they start to affect you, if it's affected you, then you start to take that fight on yourself. And I suppose for me, I'm looking at this bridge, I'm thinking of all the tourists going over, I'm there at various points in my life, and it really does hit you. This is just Hmm. dreadful. And of course, we've seen, you know, we've had uh, Lee Rigby in the past, we've had uh, um, 7-7 and all this, uh, et cetera, et cetera. We've had some awful events. And And so have you guys on the other side of the pond. But the MO is obvious. You have taken a car. You haven't taken a a bulletproof, you know, you haven't taken a a, a belt full of uh, um, Semtex or anything like that. You've taken a car. You've turned it into a weapon. You've mowed down innocent people and then you've got out and then you've stabbed people. That MO comes from people that think in a particular way and feel that they can justify their actions along that line. There is... You cannot justify those actions. And we need a voice from that particular faith to actually condemn this. And I I await for that. We await for that to actually happen, to actually condemn it. And when you then get a voice going, well, this is a religion of peace, with great respect to the people that say it, I don't find this action very peaceful today, and I'm not being I'm not being sarcastic. I am not being flippant. I am just questioning that that point of view because mm-hmm. this is not very very peaceful. Um, one of the the policemen, I think the policeman um, that got attacked, an, an actual MP, I've forgotten <laughs> his uh, name. Was actually out there um, trying to save his life. Um, Oh yes, it's uh, Tobias Elwood, who's a Foreign Office minister, and he uh, he sadly had lost his brother in Bali. So all these things that are that are going on, we cannot deny this. This is real, Um, and people are going to have to say it how it is. The fact that the picture that you have on your Facebook site of the assailant um, is clear, and that on the television television screens over here and um, the the guy's face has been uh, been fuzzied out now you know what 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 more can i say really you know
1: well there's two questions i want to ask you one is from uh the great state of ohio and the others from me the, the the first one uh from ohio is what kind of foothold do the muslims have in london we we have our press here which none of us trust uh, certainly, we watch Sky News. We don't trust that. BBC, we don't trust that. Um, so what is it? You walk the streets. You're, you're out and about all the time. What, what mm. is it truly like there?
3: Um, it's, <clears throat> <clears throat> you know that I'm not going to sidestep it. You know that, sir. And there is mm-hmm. a way I have to then answer it on one level as well. Um, we have a great city. We have the great city of London. But we also have um, we also have uh, a big um, yeah we have a big Islamic community. Um, there are at times questions in regard to integration. We know the ideology, right? There are also uh, people uh, who do integrate, etc. Um, there are you know there are um, some big questions to ask. Um, and the person from Ohio, you're absolutely right to answer that. This is an ideology that we are addressing. And I'm afraid to say that the ideology at times seems to express itself in this particular, in this particular way. Um, there, are, there are... This is the whole thing. When we turn around and say it's like when uh, President Trump raised that issue in regard to no-go areas as far as i'm concerned on a personal level there are there are areas that are no go i don't find that but i'm saying that as a man right i'm not sure in regard to and of course there have been the youtube uh, films where various women walking along and people shouting at them saying put some clothes on and all the rest um yeah we we have uh, we have an in, an interesting juxtaposition But I also believe that we have a we have another position where we do have uh, a democracy. We have uh, tradition and uh, people are not going to let in the end. I'm I'm praying that people are not going to let that slide. As I've said before to you, Sean, bluntly, you know, I want these people to uh, to become Christians. I find it sad that if people wish to uh, work out their faith by these kinds of acts, that deeply sanders me, and I find it abhorrent, and I profoundly disagree with that. And of course, those have been going on for generations, and we in the West are not have decided to not educate ourselves about mm-hmm. this. Um of course, in regard to that question, there are people asking for sh- uh, pushing, uh, you know, they're like Sharia law and all this kind of thing. It's there. It's absolutely there. And at times, we seem to be bending over backwards in a way that we should not do in regard Mm -hmm. to turning around and going well um in regard to the way food food is served and all the rest no we shouldn't Mm -hmm. do that um and people people are doing it it's a huge it's a huge spiritual battle sean this is massive right um i think i'm i don't i'm very conscious of having the event today and how you then speak about that and is it A turning point, or whatever. I don't know. All I do know is that our present prime minister is a woman that banned Robert Spencer and Pamela Geller coming into this country, right? Mm -hmm. So there are things to think about. There are things to think about. Um, You know, I can't. I can't say. uh, I don't think I can say any more than that. And I apologise if I haven't really answered the question.
1: No, no, it's Fair okay. Enough. Tell us, you being there, I, I think this is uh, something that I think is pretty important. Um, you being there, uh, you can describe where this happened better than anyone probably listening, although we have a, 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 a rising UK audience um, and we're, we're proud Brilliant. to have you. But tell us about what it looks like. What What does it look like there? What Where this happened, Give us a, a description
3: of, of where this happened. Well, so, ba- so basically, I mean, this ha- this happened, and you know, this happened at Mother Parliament. This happened in the Parliament, just outside mm. the Parliament, um, in the, in the perimeter, uh, you know, metal railings in the wall. There, there, mm. there it is. Um, and someone and a, a gentleman running running in into Parliament. That's the uh, the um, the driveway in where MPs in that area would park their cars under the underground car park and all the rest. That's where the, mm. the House of Commons and the House of Lords is. Westminster Bridge, you know, very uh, like a number of London bridges, of course. It's very, very famous, you know, um, but Westminster Bridge there, you cross over Westminster Bridge, you go into Parliament Square, there's uh, a statue there of Churchill. You ter- and of course, on your left is, is, uh, is the House of Commons. And just beyond there is where you go, like I did two weeks ago to attend a prayer meeting there, where you go as a member of the public to to enter. Um, there are uh, bollards to stop uh, cars or people maybe trying to drive in and all the rest, but you can't put bollards on the pavement. It's a massive, <laughs> massive tourist area. And I mean, extremely sad to say that three French uh, children, three French students, have been injured today as well. So it's a big tourist area. Um, it's a hustle and bustle. From there, you 20-minute uh, walk. You're in uh, Trafalgar Square, where Nelson's Column is. You're then into the West End. You're then at the Tate Gallery. Um, it's right by the Thames. You um, from Parliament. You you walk uh, 40 minutes, if that. I'm just trying to think of the geography then you're at buckingham palace you know you're at the you're at the center you're at the center this is at the center and the heart of uh, british politics because this mm-hmm. is the this is parliament and and when parliament today went in lockdown according to the press for about 4 hours uh, the prime minister Theresa may is then bundled into a car and then uh, driven off her own protection and all the rest these are the events that went on but this is This is bang in the middle, Sean. This is tourism. You know, this is, I mean, like the other day when I was there, you you come out of Westminster Tube and you cross over the road and there you are, there's Parliament opposite you. Um, I understand that an MP, an MP, um, a Labour MP ran into the Tube. Um, I think her name is Craigie, I can't remember. Ran into the Tube and asked, told the uh, authorities there to, to shut the Tube station because of what was going on and also to protect. That protects tourists that are coming up, you know. Um, There's a big shop there. There's a parliament shop, tourist shop. Um, I can't say any more than that in the fact that it is the centre and hustle and bustle. But up the road, believe it or not, up the road, at the bottom of Lower Regent Street, then going into Piccadilly Circus, then going up Upper Regent Street, you might not have known that this incident was going on um at all so and also i mean part you know london has eight million seven well i think about eight million people living in it i mean london in many ways is is bigger than a, than certain countries um and is the center of uh rightly or wrongly center of uh, you know economic economic power in this country i mean a dear friend of mine was saying the other day and this helps paint a picture we have Wales, we have Northern Ireland, we have England, we have Scotland and then we have London, you know so if that helps to paint a picture because the, thing, the other way to say it is that we have, um, you know, alright, as a statement, multicultural, international city uh, many hundreds of children going to schools where English is their second language that's another, that's another issue so if that helps paint a picture, Sean for you.
1: Well, you know and, and what's interesting to me, um, and, and I know other security uh, minded people and, and people that are experienced in in my world, uh, they would tell you uh, right off the bat, the fact that he mowed the folks down on the bridge uh, tells you that this was this was absolutely planned, uh, that it was yep, a yep, uh, yep. you know he, he yep. set out to do this in such a way that the people ostensibly uh, walking on that bridge because it's there's a lot of people that walk on that bridge uh yes, they yep, where are they yep, going to go yep. uh, like the like the two people that went over um
3: one ended up know. one jumped in the river and then uh sadly uh one lady ended up uh, under a bus i mean it just bears thinking about I mean, um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, in the height of uh, Russia, it can be uh, extremely, um, extremely busy. I mean, normally the traffic does flow very well over over that bridge uh, both ways. Um, but it is, you're absolutely right. It is extremely busy, and it looks like, yeah, someone had well had well planned that. Um, I'm not, I'm not. There's a at the end of the Parliament end, on the opposite side of the road to Parliament, I think there's a little kiosk that's always been there I think selling newspapers. I'm not sure whether you plowed into that. I can't quite <laughs> remember now um but no you're you're right with your experience in saying that well, frankly, you've got to be planning that you've got to be thinking about that i mean i can't even ima- i don't even want to get into the the mindset of the individual, but then again, we have to, um, we have to, in one sense, to understand the kind of uh, lunacy that that creates this this kind of behaviour. Um, right. But there's no doubt, no doubt about it. You're right. He would have, he would have absolutely planned this. The fact that someone wakes up and thinks, right, I'm going to get into my Hyundai and I'm going to bounce off people as if they're a load of, uh, as if we're playing uh, skittles is 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 quite shocking I mean uh, we can't even comprehend that but as you well would, we, decided,
1: we can't you know. unfortunately we can't uh, in the in the in the States the sad part of it really ends up being and, and this for me is, is the, you know as a security and terrorism guy you know we know that they they look for funnels they look what we call fatal funnels they look for choke points and of course a bridge you know a bridge is a place Especially if it can be a bridge, that bridge is an old, old bridge, and it's constructed in such a way to provide, it's like bowling, Uh, you know, it's so easy to hit a lot of people.
3: Yeah, you've got, absolutely, because you've got wide pavements. But the other thing is, it's the fact that you have then made an attack on on Parliament. I mean, a number of years ago, when John Major was uh, uh, Prime Minister, uh, another big... uh, big uh, Remainer advocate I'll just have to get my little dig in there where people suddenly sure, reveal sure. their real colours of light. Um <clears throat> the IRA attacked uh, I think sent, sent some uh, mortars into the uh, number 10 garden um, <clears throat> it's when you bring those acts so close to parliamentary democracy that is what it's all about that's right. what it's all about it's all about challenging that it's all about threatening that it's all about trying to shut it down it's a bit like those number of years ago i've just
2: I've,
3: <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> the uh, the joys the joys of trying to fight a cold at the moment and um, uh-huh. the after you had the dreadful attacks on 911 and then suddenly you know people chucking anthrax uh, through the post and all this and you know there's alerts and washington's being emptied you know the chaos that it caused there at the center of politics for you in the capital. It's this kind of thing. It sends a message which says, uh, it's just trying to frighten people to say that we can get to this and all the rest. And of course, the discussion is now, which is, well, is this a lone person and all the rest? Well, maybe it is. But unfortunately, it comes with a certain ideology that thinks in a particular way. That says I'm going to express myself in a particular way. And other people, unfortunately, also express themselves in that particular way. So you cannot call this a lone act, can you? In that way. Right. Please That's tell right. me if I'm. Please, please tell me if I'm exaggerating. But you cannot call it a lone act because other people would then agree with. <clears throat> excuse me. With that particular particular act i'll just grab a glass of water
1: sure thing while you're doing that um now a lot of people on this side of the pond are are uh, struck by the fact that he the attacker has been described as an asian male now in the uk we describe muslim muslims as asian asian yeah 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 um
3: this is how they're describing him and the particular background. I mean, I've seen his picture. The picture I've seen of him, again, is on your Facebook page. And, of course, right. it seems that an individual was being uh, being blamed. They then said that it was uh, Abu uh, Izzadin, um named as the London terror attacker. And I believe, according to Zero Hedge, because I sent you that link, um, right. I believe um, that he is still... His name is Trevor. I think Trevor Booking. Um, he is still in prison. Um, yes, where he was put away. I think in two thousand and eight for, for for some acts. I think he's still in prison. Um, so the the first picture I I saw of uh, who who he is was actually um, on your Facebook site. You know that mm-hmm. is what I that is uh, when I actually saw him, and uh, he he has a particular complexion and he has a he has a beard that's uh, <laughs> that's shaved in a particular way you cannot you cannot with great respect to anyone listening who may not agree with us um and also the mo of how you actually do this particular act you cannot mm-hmm. and Sean please tell me if I'm wrong you cannot come come but not to a particular conclusion can you you, you know yeah, you can't yeah, you, but we arrive at a particular conclusion the evidence is there and, and that that is what absolutely saddens me you know
1: well it is it is a sad sad thing and we we hate uh we really we really really hate the fact that that you're going through this over in your great country and certainly um you know you have our condolences and and certainly even more than that uh we really, we're pulling for you. We're hoping that that the folks in the UK, um, the, the Houses of Parliament, the, the people who kind of run things there get it. And we're hoping that the people uh, that, who are under this notion that we have to be nice to them uh, or, you know, we're gonna, they're going to kill us. Look, you're being nice to them now and they're killing you and and this is yes. just the beginning. Mark, you always give such great insight. Uh we've got a call now from Australia. We're going to have to take that, but thank you my brother and thank you for uh being willing to speak to us from the ground there in the United Kingdom. Our best to uh the folks across the pond. We're we're honored to have you. And and you and it's an absolute privilege to be uh, to be able
3: to have this conversation. So uh God bless my friend and hello to all your listeners and
1: uh, I look forward to speaking to you soon. All right. Thank you, brother. We'll talk soon. So, so there you have it folks. Uh, you, you have the great folks from the UK. We have Mark Sutherland reporting from the ground there. And I, I think it's, it's quite an honor uh, to, to have him there and be willing to give us time today uh, to do that. Now going from one direction all the way across the world, To uh, the great nation of Australia, Uh, what an what an amazing people Australians are. And uh, Andy, are you there? Yeah,
4: I'm here. Can you hear me, Sean?
1: I can hear you perfectly. Excellent, excellent, excellent.
4: Fantastic. I can. Can
1: you hear me? Fantastic. Awesome. So, folks, here's here's the thing. Uh, Every now and then, uh, I run across something, and this was put in front of me actually within probably a, a day and a half. Two separate people put this in front of me, and, and uh, Andy, I believe, was first. And uh, really, really incredible. I, 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 not much blows me away, but this thing blew me away. And I felt like, you know what, this is something folks in America need to know about. And of course, you know, obviously our audience is is all over the world, but but uh, it's it's gaining a little steam here, gaining a little notoriety. And and so this is something called the helo the Hilo. Now it's not a helicopter. We're not talking about helicopters here, although I would love it because I love helicopters, but, um, we are talking about a, um, it's a wearable health device. Now we have nurses and doctors listening. So I think that, um, I think this might be interesting for them, but also other people who have health issues that they have people at home that are worried about them. Uh, you know, and, and not just, you know, uh, a neighborhood away. I mean, it could be from anywhere around the world. Uh, you can you can be sure that your loved one is is safe and well, uh, both from a health standpoint and also from uh, a personal security standpoint. And this this device is called a Hilo. It is the new thing uh, called what did you call it? I, I talked to you on the phone and you called it something. It's a wearable. Life-saving device, but well, we it, ca- it looks. Go
4: ahead. Okay, it's it, uh, I suppose we, we call it a, um, a health and lifestyle oracle. It's a um, it's a it's a wristband. It's a, a health tracker. Um, it's not a communication device. It's a health tracker. It um, it, it, can, it can monitor your blood pressure. It monitors your ECG, EKG. It can um, monitor your loved ones um, across the ocean Um, it can you can monitor um, it has an SOS function as many many functions it has it can monitor your sleep pattern it can also um, give you an indication of um, your uh, you you can set it up so that every hour it can read your vital signs Uh, every half hour every hour every two hours Um, so it's it's amazing um, what this device can do and, you know, the, the thing that I that uh, really uh, grabbed me was the fact that I'm able to monitor uh, other people and um, that that's 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 the, the, the crazy thing about technology today is that, you know, I can have a loved one in London uh, and I'm here in Australia and I can get a warning that their blood pressure is high or their their heart rate is accelerated. So it's, it's truly amazing uh, the, the features that the, the product has.
1: Well, that's what blew me away. Now, as we discussed, uh, you know, I I have uh, some serious health issues, one of which is I have life threatening uh, hypertension. And we're not talking about, you know, well, it's, I'd like to get it down, Sean, maybe you could get your blood pressure down to like, I don't know, 140 over 85. It's not that it's it's 305 over 295. I mean, we're, we're talking deadly, deadly, uh, you know, nobody can believe that I lived through these events. And one day I, I might not, but they come out of nowhere. And obviously, I'm, you know, as a hobby and, and I do sell some uh, photographs, I'm out in the wilderness and, uh, you know, nobody around usually, you know, nobody would know even where I was. And so that for, for, for your family is a tremendous thing for me, but also the blood pressure. This thing takes blood pressure. I don't even. What do yep. I even say to that? That is extraordinary. People,
4: you know, it's, and it's, it's around It's curious. funny, Sean. People say, "How how does this work?" Well, you know, I'm not a technician. Um, this product has been in development for a couple of years, um, and it uses light sensing technology. It's when, when it when it uh, monitors um, your vital signs. You see this bright green light that appears underneath the the, the Hilo bracelet. And it monitors through your, uh, your skin, uh, through the sweat glands. And the technology is actually, there's a little tiny chip inside that chip. And that chip is uh, manufactured for us by Toshiba. But uh, you know, all of all the components are manufactured uh, by the company. The company owns all the technology. And what's going to happen real soon is that there's a brand new model, which is uh, just about to be shipped now as we speak. It's called the Hilo LX, which is the luxury model. And this model has a much higher frequency chip inside. So the, the classic model, the, the one that I'm currently wearing, has a little chip in there that has a frequency of 35 hertz. And the new model is going to have a chip in there of 125 hertz. So it'll be th- more than three times uh, power- more powerful. It'll be more accurate. And what that will do, it, it will enable the company. They've already tested a functions where you can add a feature to the new Hilo uh, LX, which will monitor, monitor blood sugar level for diabetics. Now that is just insane. Also, another feature that you'll be able to add to it is that it will it will monitor blood alcohol level. So just imagine you've got a, a you know a person who's out uh, you know at a party somewhere. You can um, set up uh, some parameters uh, in your on the app on your phone, and you can track that person, and, and it will actually tell you that person's blood alcohol level um, across across town, across another country, across another state. And, you know, you, you might get a warning, say this person's blood alcohol level has reached a certain point. You can give them a call and say, Hey, it's probably not a good idea if you drive because I'm getting an indication that your blood alcohol level is elevated and maybe you should just ride with somebody else. You know, that's, that could save someone's life.
1: Mm. It, it is extraordinary. Now you told me a story and, and don't say the name, cause I don't, I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but, but, um, tell me what happened with the, the tire guy had a flat and then this is okay. over in Australia. Well, that, well, tell me about actually, that and was, tell our artists about it. it. I was blown <laughs> away. Oh, hold up. That was I you. you
4: what, I, it was me. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: Amazing. what happened was,
4: um, I was actually, I was actually out and about. Um, I live on the Gold Coast in Australia and there's a very popular resort, um, about an hour's drive from here called Byron Bay, which is the which is the most Easterly point in Australia. And anyway, I was down there with some friends and it was about 1 a.m. in the morning, we were heading home, and I got a flat tire. Anyway, so that's okay, so we get out and we change the tire and do all the things, and we get back on the road, and I'm wearing my helo, and my wife's also you know, got a helo, and I've got it set up. My helo is set up um, so that she monitors my vital signs. Anyway, we're back on the road, we're only driving for two, three minutes, and I get a phone call from my wife. She says, are you okay? I said, well, what's the problem? She said, I just got a text message to say that your heart rate was elevated are you okay I said yeah, yeah I'm okay <laughs> it's fine I just uh, obviously my heart rate's elevated because I was very active and I was jacking up the car and you know changing the tire and and and, and that's what happened and uh, I didn't even think about it you know I'm just going about my normal thing forgetting the fact that um, she's monitoring my vital signs and I get the phone call so you know also you know you can the same thing will happen uh, I can set up there's a there's a function in the on the app on the phone is called Guardian. So with that function, I can set up a parameter. For example, I can set up a low figure and a high figure for my blood pressure, for my heart rate. And if, if any of those sign, any of those values go beyond or below the, the, uh, the parameters that I've set in that Guardian, it will automatically send the text message to any number of people, up to four or five people that I nominate and put in my app, it'll send them an immediate message. So that's what happens. You know, so what I did this morning, uh, I actually sent a, um, I, I set the parameter outside the normal zone. And I think actually you got a message, didn't you, Sean, um, about my blood pressure?
1: I did. I did actually today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. All the way from Australia. I did. I looked at that yep. and I said, wow, what is this? It says abnormal measurement for your look at that for your BP heart rate, you should contact them just to make sure you've got to be kidding me. That yeah, so is I amazing. That up, I uh, saw that and I knowing... wasn't sure what that was.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I did that uh, purposes to, to do a demonstration for you so that you could see how it actually works. And here you are, you're on the East, east coast of, um, of the USA and I'm on the East coast of Australia. And you got that message. Uh, and just because I set a, um, a level that was outside. Um, I knew what my blood pressure would normally be, so I just set it up so that it would send you a message, and it worked.
1: That is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Mm. Uh, and for somebody like me, you know, obviously, that's a big deal. That is a really, really big deal. Um, I I am literally blown away by that. Now, I'll you can know, tell you, obviously, I you I'm, another
4: story also. Oh, late on me. Yeah, sorry. What happened was I had a, a good friend of mine who purchased a helo and um, anyway, I couldn't contact the guy. Normally, he would pick up when I ring him and I, I, I called him a couple of times and he didn't answer. I was just calling him to see um, if he'd set up his helo properly and he was and it, it was doing okay. And and the next day, I got a message from him and uh, it was a text message and it said, Hi, Andy. Um, I'm sorry I missed your call. I'm in hospital. My, my helo... <laughs> told me that my ECG was abnormal and my heart rate was twice what it should have been. I guess it was because I was moving house. Now that guy went to took himself to the hospital, they checked his vital signs using their equipment and they admitted him immediately and that was about 3-4 uh, months back and that guy is now under the care of a heart specialist. He has a heart problem. He never knew he had a heart problem prior to going to hospital um, as a result of the message he got from the healer.
1: That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That potentially could have saved his life. Most likely did. Absolutely, I mean, yeah, absolutely. You, you really you can only conclude that. And I think that uh, yep. certainly, uh, at the very least, maybe, like for instance, and this is what I was thinking of, uh, you know, people with a heart problem or other other health problems, when when you can get early warning. Uh, and our doctors and nurses that are that are listening now all across the world, you can uh, you can certainly uh, vouch for this. The, the earlier warning you get, the earlier, um, the, the the faster you can get on. Uh, okay, let's. Heart arrhythmias, like you describe, are the same way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hypertension is called the silent killer because people rarely have. This is uh, one of the the RNs that listens. Uh, and uh, really have symptoms and never monitor it. If you had this, you'd see it trending up. And then you could take action. You say, uh-oh, yeah. well, i, I got to do something here. Yeah. So how mm-hmm. extraordinary. Mm-hmm. I, I just think, man, come one on. This I, has one, got yeah. to be
4: – go ahead. Yeah, one thing I'd like to add here is, is that this is not a clinical device. This, this is a self-monitoring device. So sometimes mm-hmm. people say, how accurate is this thing? Well, we know that it's pretty accurate. And with this new model coming out, it's even going to be more accurate. Um, You know, we've, we've, uh, we just need people just, this is a monitoring device where it gives you a trend. So within the app that, that um, that you download to your phone, you Mm -hmm. can, it will store all this information. It will store the information um, indefinitely. And so you can go back into your app at any time and you can look at all the readings of, say, your blood pressure or your, your heart rate, so on and so forth. Um, at any given time, you can go back and say, okay, well, what was my blood pressure six months ago? What was it one year ago? And you can look at it and you can see a trend. Now, you know, people, again, people say, how accurate is it? You know, the thing is, if you, um, if you have a, a blood pressure machine at home, you know, the traditional type, and you do your blood pressure and it tells you, a, it gives you a certain result, and then you go to the doctor, you're almost guaranteed it's going to be a different result because machines are machines we had an example in a hospital where we did a demonstration with the helo with a guy who was he'd had a heart attack and we went to the hospital to do a demonstration and they were a little bit skeptical so they 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 said oh, bring in this other machine so they brought in a traditional machine and the reading was way different and the guy who was wearing the my friend who was wearing this helo he said hang on a minute he said that doesn't seem right he said my blood blood pressure has never been that high so another um, uh, person from the hospital said, hang on, bring in my machine. So they brought in another machine. And the two, the two machines supplied by the hospital gave dramatically different results. One was like 160 over 90, and the other one was 130 over 70. And yet, you know, then immediately we tested, we did the blood pressure reading on this guy while he was wearing the helo, and it was nearly exactly the same as the second machine. So here you go, you've got a hospital, um, if you believe the first um, uh, blood pressure reading, you might start taking medication. You get a, a, a reading from the second one, you think, I'm okay. So, you know, technology is technology. So it's really important that people understand this is not a clinical device. <clears throat> it doesn't need to be licensed. It is a, mon- a self-monitoring device that is that will give you a trend measurement for all of the vital signs that, um, that it offers.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, let me, let me also say this, and I just pre-ordered one the LX. And so obviously, uh, you know, for me, I'm, I'm totally sold. I, I think it makes no sense for me personally to to not have this. I mean, it's just, it's extraordinary. I, I just think this is now, but, but I want to, but I want to, uh, you know, touch on this a little bit. Um, what if the, well, first of all, it does a lot more than this. I'm stuck on the blood pressure and the you know, and all that the heart rate and all that stuff and the reporting of it, because that's a real big issue for me. But I also have a brain injury. Uh, I was I was uh, critically injured in a 92 mile per hour versus 51 mile per hour uh, car crash in which, you know, I was trapped for 40 minutes. I was you know, there's a lot of real major big things that happened. And so as such, you know, I have some stuff and I guess not everybody has that same stuff. But the the point of this is, you know, uh, there's a bunch of other stuff this thing does, and it does it way better than the Fitbits and the, the uh, the, the Charge and the Surge and the the um, the Ups and all these other things. I mean, it's this thing is is a world of difference. Uh, what are some of the other things it can do?
4: Well, it'll it'll also monitor your sleep pattern, so it'll it'll do um, it does your breath rate which is your normal um, how many times a minute you breathe and and that's a particularly important one because the medical experts say that if if your breath r- rate while you're sleeping is less than about ten or eleven breaths a minute that you know you need to have it checked because that can be dangerous so it checks your breath rate uh, it checks your your normal heart rate uh, so your pulse uh, it'll do your your blood pressure as we've spoken and it does that automatically so for example, um, there are a number of uh, vital signs that it automatically monitors um, at a given time in the day. Now, you can set that up so that it can monitor that every 15 minutes, every, every 30 minutes, every one hour. The default setting is two hourly. So let's say, for instance, you, um, you go to bed at nighttime, and you know, but it's not a good thing that, to have you know, your mobile phone next to your pillow. So let's say you turn your mobile phone off, and you, and you, you put it in another room, and you go to sleep, and you're wearing the Hilo. Um, the Helo will, automatically, will still automatically monitor your vital signs at whatever, uh, rate, whatever um, interval that you've chosen. And then when you get up in the morning and turn your phone on, see, the Helo will store that information for up to 72 hours. So as soon as you turn your phone back on again and open up the app and, it's, and, 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 and the uh, Helo is paired to your phone, it will then download all that data that it's collected while you were sleeping through the night. So the things that it automatically does is blood pressure, heart rate, sleep pattern, breath rate. Now, if you want to do an ECG, you simply uh, open the app and you place your finger on a little metal tab that's on top of the Hilo, and then that will do the ECG for you. So they are the main functions. The other functions that I spoke about, alcohol, um, um, there's also another function that they're working on that they believe uh, they're already testing is a mosquito shield. Now, that's going to be massive, particularly for... You know, Asian countries, and you know, look at um, the Zika virus problem they're having in South America and some of these areas. So we're not—I'm not sure where they're at with that technology, but that's something they're talking about. And so there's there's going to be a whole lot of other features and functions that will be able to be added on as as an optional extra uh, to the Hilo LX when it's when it's when it's released or it's been released now, but as as they start to ship that product.
1: And, and so when that happens, when they do this, what what happens? They'll send, like I'll plug it in for a firmware update, and then that'll I don't have to send the thing back or, you know, uh, give it to somebody and plug something in. I just get it via software. Yeah, what will
4: happen is well, yeah. Sorry. What what will happen is um, we have the company will have its own app store that I'll call it Appy Store. So, <clears throat> Apple's got iTunes. You know, Google has Play Store. Uh, well, our, our company will have Appy Store, and within that Appy Store, you will go to that store, um, just like you like you do the others, and you will choose. And there will be plugins, so you'll be able to maybe purchase the uh, the blood sugar option. It might be a couple of dollars, and you'll add that, um, and it will add that as a feature to your to your Hilo. So, yeah, you know, not everybody's mm-hmm. going to want every every feature or every function. You know, I I'm, I I don't drink alcohol, so I'm not going to really need to have the alcohol. Uh, um, function on my helo but uh, and and i'm not a diabetic so then i I might not want that function either so it'll uh, this is the great thing about it you'll be able to add add features onto it if you wish
1: oh that's amazing by the way uh, for our audience out there who's just joined us this is andy leishman from the gold coast of australia and we're talking about for me one of the greatest discoveries i've ever run into it's called a health and lifestyle oracle or helo and, um, I heard about this within a couple of days, two different people told me about it. Uh, and I, I'm blown away now. Now, obviously I go on and on because of, of my, um, we just heard just now, by the way, uh, Fox news and other outlets are reporting that the uh, five people were killed, including a police officer and the assailant. So one more person has died, sadly. Um, wow. 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 That's terrible. Terrible. Touching all of our shores. Uh, So, and I know that I'm talking about the the helo from that standpoint, because for me, you know, for me, it really is a life saving device. And, And what you said about sleep. Now, obviously, one of the biggest problems with a person with a brain injury and a lot of pain, you don't heal because I don't sleep. I sleep two hours, hour at a time, uh, then I'll dislocate my shoulder or dislocate my knee or my ankle or wrist or whatever trying to turn over get comfortable and that of course wakes me up and um, My when in my crash my skull the occipital uh, connection there Disconnected and then when it set back down, it wasn't in the right place So I always have you know, horrible horrible headaches. And so that said um, For me I'm just saying it's 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 a big deal. But the sleep thing not just for people like me because you know obviously brain injuries require good sleep but, but for people who maybe work uh shift work maybe you work shift work and and maybe I don't know, you know, maybe uh your sleep's not so good and you're going to work and and you are um you're struggling. You know, and and you're like, "Man, I I, I just, I got to do something different here. I, I, and then you start popping the, you know, the, the, uh, what do they call it? Zenadrine or whatever those weird things that they, that the people pop these days and they take these things, uh, you know, this is dangerous stuff, man. Uh, this is really dangerous stuff. And I have to tell you, you know, don't do it. If you're that person, I know you're trying to, um, you're trying to be well. You're trying to do a job. You're trying to go to work, but your sleep is so impacted. You've got to, you've got to have something like this telling you, "Hey, you know, here's how you're trending." You know, maybe you tried a different pillow. Maybe you tried uh, you you you're angling your your bed up a little bit, and that's helping you some. Maybe you try flat. Maybe you elevate your feet feet a little bit. You know, all these different things, and this records all that stuff, and you can you can track that. I just think it's extraordinary. Yeah, one of the things that it does,
4: Sean, it actually, yeah, it'll actually. Sorry to cut in. It'll it'll actually tell no, you no. how many times you woke. It, it'll tell you how many time how, how many hours you slept, how many hours you slept with deep sleep or light sleep, and how many times you woke up.
1: Right, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean that's amazing. But, and you know what the other thing, and not to gloss over this too quickly, but I, I do you know obviously i'm i'm out in the wilderness i mean, i take photographs of wildlife and all of that um i have to say the mosquito issue is a big deal now if they could if they could make something that is a tick fighter uh in in i don't know if you have them in australia but in the united states uh you know we we have ticks and i i cannot afford with what's wrong with me i can't afford to get uh, Lyme disease, and it, and I know that sounds strange to people, and people hear that and they go, "Ah, it's a tick, no big deal," and "Ah, it's a mosquito, no big deal." But like you said, the Zika virus is a real deal. But you know, if you get bit once by a mosquito, that might not be that big of a deal. Maybe it, maybe it's not. Uh, listen, if you get bit by thousands of them that's a real big deal that's a real big deal and that has happened i mean i i have been out in the wilderness where i had to get bit by the biting flies and the mosquitoes so bad that i had to leave my camera equipment and jump in my truck and of course you know i can't use any deep products so i have to have natural ways we we're just talking about this uh natural ways to, to combat this I have to, I I have no choice because if I take DEET, I will have seizures and I could die. And so, and there's another example, you know, I'm out in the wilderness. Maybe I forget because I have a brain injury and somebody says, Hey man, you're getting eaten up, you know, here, why don't you use my, uh, my, you know, my spray here. And I don't think about it because I'm getting eaten up and I have a brain injury. So I probably forgot they, I spray myself. Guess what happens? I go into seizures. These people don't know what's going on with me. They don't know me. They don't know my family. This thing can send a, a send a notice saying, hey, here's trouble. Because yep. my heart rate, of course, goes up when this happens. So, I, you know, I have to say I think it's fascinating, but I'm getting a lot of messages now from people. We don't have a ton of time left, so I want to try to get to these questions. A lot of people are saying, you mentioned that it, uh, it captures your steps. Uh, from a fitness standpoint, what else yep. does it do?
4: Okay. Okay. So what it does, it, it will capture your steps. Uh, And and let's face it, you know, when um, we're talking about steps, it's really based on arm movement, isn't it? So as you walk, you move your arm. So it it detects that arm movement and it it calculates your steps, which, and then it also will give you the calories burned, you know, the energy used and and the distance traveled. So one thing you need to know that the the device is not waterproof, okay? it, because of, is, of the technology, it's got these little, little copper electrodes underneath and all the rest of it. So it's not waterproof. It's showerproof, but not waterproof. Okay, people need to understand right. that. So if you're a tri- triathlete um, and you want to uh, monitor, you can't do it on the swim leg. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. You can wear it on the other legs, but you can't do it on the swim leg. Yeah, so from, a, from a, an activity point of view, it does monitor all, all of the things that the other trackers do, but so much more. And, um, you know, particularly with the, you know, the ECG and all those, all those sorts of functions. There's another feature on there called the SOS button. Now, we, we spoke earlier about you know um, the, the message that I got um, when my wife called me in the car, but it also has a, a, a separate function where it has a panic button. So you can press a little button on the side and let's say, for example, uh, you're, a, you have, you're a young person, a lady, or whoever, it doesn't matter. And you're walking somewhere and you feel a bit threatened by maybe somebody's following you or you're just not really don't feel comfortable, you can just press that button very um, uh, you know, discreetly. You press that button twice and it will automatically send a panic alarm to up to five people that you might have listed on your app and it will also give a GPS location. So that's you know that could be crucial in helping to save somebody's life, or particularly tracking someone. someone could be kidnapped, for example, and um, you know they could be wearing it and, and um, just pressing, keep pressing this button, and it will give an update of GPS location. So that's another function that this <clears throat> product has that um, I'm not I'm not aware that any other um, wearable device currently has, particularly in that Fitbit and the, and the and the brands that you mentioned.
1: Oh, I can tell you, I don't know of any other thing. That has that. And folks, you know, obviously I'm, you know, internationally recognized an expert on terrorism and Islam and speak about it all across the country. But, you know, one thing I tell people is stay in touch. Don't walk around with your cell phone in your hand uh, because you want to be alert. You want to be aware, but you want to have emergency numbers programmed in, uh, you know, you, on iPhones, you know, find my iPhone is a feature that's, that's there. But this is extraordinary because your kidnapper or your attacker or your potential attacker, they don't look at your wristband and go, well, I better i better take that off of them because it's blah, blah, blah. And especially if they go, oh, what's this thing? You know, if they do kidnap you, what's this thing? Oh, it measures my steps and my heart rate and stuff. You know, they don't know about this because they're not studying up on tech. They just want to kidnap you or steal, steal something from you, generally speaking. This is, from a security standpoint, is an extraordinary tool especially now my daughter, uh, my daughter is a veterinary student. Uh, and, and she goes, um, I won't say the state that she's in cause it's obviously media matters. will start messing with her too. Uh, my son, you know, they take one, look at him, they won't mess with him, but she's a lot smaller. So they, I don't want her to mess with. But the point is, is that, um, you know, she goes running, does all these things. She travels a lot. Well, she went to India now, no offense, to my listeners from India, because we do have a, a small percentage that listen from India. She went there. It's a rough place. I know to people that live there, you know, this is normal life, but to an American, rough place, went some very rough places there uh, that are rough to many of the, the, the folks from India. And I would have loved to have known. Now, I use the, the iPhone feature, uh, the app called Find My Friends, and we were able to kind of have an idea. But this is this is light years away from that. This is something I just I think for me personally, I think every American really ought to have. And and in looking at that, I think to myself, wow, that's you know, and that's why I, I bought one. I literally pre-ordered it, uh, and and for me, it, it makes a lot of sense for me to have. And I think probably um, I think it's probably something. That makes a lot of sense for a lot of people to have because quite frankly, uh, you know, whatever your deal is, I mean, whatever your deal is, I have to think that this is something that uh, for for even the just regular average person, I think probably is, is something that everybody needs to have. Um, now, it's not cheap. This thing is not cheap. I looked it up and, of course, I just paid for one. Uh, but, 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 uh what did i pay 319 $319 now i know some people would would balk at that and obviously i'm not a rich man and um by any stretch but i think that it would it, it, i think it's important these other things that you buy and i'm not going to say the names but these other things that you buy a little bit trinkety or a little bit of a trinket in the sense a novelty if you will they're not built to last Uh, I've thoroughly inspected how this thing is made and it's clearly built to last, but they're also not built to upgrade with the same device. I mean, you don't, you're not upgrading this. This is, this is, this is something that, that you, you, you're upgrading this, but you're not upgrading the other things, the little things that you get at the different stores. Uh, You put that on your wrist and as it is, then that's what you're going to have the features you're going to have. This is different. These people develop things for this and it's, they're important things. They're not silly, trinkety things. They're, they're life-saving things. So I, I have to think that this is something uh, that will be very, very important uh, in America. Uh, you know, I, I know that I've, I've looked it over and, and in the UK, um, you know, it's, a, it, it's just, it's, it, the, the interest in this is crazy. Uh, but in Australia, folks in Australia, it's taking off there, and I, and I have to say that that's kind of interesting to me, because Australians by nature are kind of skeptical. Uh, I don't know if you are, Andy, yeah. but but I, all the all the Austra- Aussies I've met, they're like, oh, yeah, right, you know. But but uh, you know that that means something to me. The fact that so many uh, skeptical people, it's just kind of cool. Uh, let me, let me say this, the price everybody pays is 319 plus shipping now it's shipped via DHL. I just saw that pop up on my thing. I, I did this right while we were talking, uh, because i you know, put my money where my mouth is, but, um, everybody pays the same price. Now I just looked here and I got a thing so that there's no, you're not going to get some big special discount or anything like that. Uh, but if people go to HTTP, Colon backslash backslash or just www dot world, G-N, no hold on w o r l d g n that's www.drshawn.worldgn.com. dot you go there all the stuff is there you can look it up do your homework. I did it. I'm. I'm telling you right now, I'm blown away by this, and I, and I'm not. Uh, you know, I like tech. I'm not very good at it, but this thing on so many levels answers so many needs for me personally, Andy. For me personally, in my life, and I'm thinking of people right now that I would want to give this as a birthday gift or a, a Hanukkah gift or or Christmas gift. You know, any any type of gift, gift giving. Congratulations, gift. Maybe somebody's trying to get into shape. They've been fighting it for a long time and they're a little nervous. They say, Hey, you know, I start off walking, then I'll start running, but I'm nervous because I, you know, I don't want to be out there by myself. I I don't have somebody to go with to run or, you know, to the park or whatever. Think about if you have this, think about if you can press an SOS button, think about, you know, right now, uh, in the, in the uh, city of Newark, Delaware and Pike Creek, Delaware, Uh, there's a serial rapist running around, uh, and he's a kidnapper. He kidnaps the women. He rapes them. Uh, So far, he hasn't killed anyone, but as we all know, that happens next. What if these women had personal self-defense tools? Okay, they don't want to carry a gun. Uh, You know, Damsel in Defense sells great stuff, you know, pepper spray and stun gun, stuff like that, but in Newcastle County, you can't have a stun gun. But what if you had this device, this Hilo LX, and you could press a button, Somebody starts looking sketchy. Somebody's following you. It's dark out. You're going from class to class, or maybe you're leaving work. You're heading to your car and somebody's following you. They yell out to you and uh, they scare you. Press that button. That's an SOS. Then your location is given. Uh, You know what? This is what I just thought of. Let's say I'm out in the wilderness and other people do this too. I can't be the only one. Uh, I'm out in the wilderness and I'm taking photographs and all of a sudden, my my watch or my helo goes off and tells me, hey man, you're in trouble. Your heart rate's out of, you know, you're, you're in deadly range here or it's trending up, get help, but I'm dizzy. All I have to do is press the button. Press the button and people will know where I am and, and they'll be able to send right to where I am help. I don't know about you folks, but that is a powerful, powerful feature and that's one of many features. So, for me, you know, that's what sold me on that for my personal health. But I also am trying to walk, and you know, you want to keep track, keep you honest. Hey, man, I gotta, I gotta get about five thousand more steps in today. So, what do you think, from Andy, from your standpoint, uh, the different people that that have it that you know, what are they saying to you? What is, what are they, what are they reporting to you? The impact that this has had on them.
4: Okay. The the thing that, that people say mostly to me is that they never really, never realized how important uh, these statistics were because, you know, we, we just, the blood pressure can be the silent killer. And, you know, I have people say, oh, well, why would I want to know my blood pressure? Well, why wouldn't you want to know your blood pressure? What happens when you go to a doctor, the first thing the doctor does is do your blood pressure. He wants to right. check... See what's happening in your body. You know, you, you know, if you get incredibly high blood pressure, like you you've had, it, it can it can be a killer. If you get ridiculously low blood blood pressure, it's a killer. It can be a killer. You you drop, you know, you faint. So people uh, just become more aware of of their of their health, um, particularly people who have you know the sleep function, for example. You know, um, it, the other the other thing that people love is the fact that within the app you can just share any of these statistics, any of the graphs that comes with all these little graphs and, and, and statistics in the, in the app. And you can share that, you can send it to a doctor, you can set, share it on Facebook, oh. you know, you can share it with anybody uh, at any time. One thing we need to, we need to uh, also realize that this device is connected to your smartphone via Bluetooth. It must, you must be in an area where you have um, mobile phone service for the functionality to work, because what happens is, when the Hilo takes a reading, it it transfers that information to your smartphone, and then your smartphone sends an SMS to another phone. So that's how the communication side of it works. So if you're out and about and you don't have your mobile phone with you, and um, and you press the panic button, it's not going to connect because it's not not sending a message to to your cell phone.
1: Yeah, that's that's a great point. Um, and, and I will say this, that, uh, for me personally, you know, that's, that's why I did it today. And I wanted to do it on the show because I knew with what I was reading on the research I've done that I got to have this thing. I got to have this thing, especially in my case, but, um, the sharing with the doctors, I don't have health insurance because of Obamacare, you know, other people do have health insurance. And if you want to share it with your doctor or your chiropractor or your natural uh, health person that's a big thing Andy we are we are out of time thank you so much for coming on today I really appreciate it and uh, you know folks I'll put this on my Facebook and Twitter and all that to so we'll have a link you can learn more about it thank you for listening today some great guests Andy thank you so much for contacting me and telling me about this I really really appreciate it great to have you on today
4: thank you so much Sean yeah thank you for having me on the show and I look
1: so there we have it folks what a blessing That went quick today, two hours. Let us know what you think of the 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock format, and we'll be talking to you soon. Join us on Sunday for our Sunday series.
0: Join us next time for The Collision of Faith and Politics. And please follow this show at www.blogtalkradio.com Forward slash the Ninja Pastor, and follow Doctor Sean on Twitter at the Ninja Pastor, and on Facebook at www.facebook.com/forward slash GodInCountryRadio, and at www.drseangreener.com. In the meantime, Doctor Sean will be fighting for you and for this great country.